This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's music row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Hey, welcome to episode 211 of the Bobbycast. Talking about some music news, talking about new music out today, and also talking about they did a list of the top 125 artists of all time of life. And we'll get to that. And then Eddie will join us in a little bit. Mike D and myself will all give our, our top five of our life. Um, let's start with Pink is taking a break from music. She says that she's going to stop in 2020 and spend more quality time with her family. And I saw Pink at the CMAs. Oh, yeah? I didn't talk to her, but she was very pleasant and talking to folks. Have you met her before, though? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been a while. The song's so good. She had her kids with her. She has two kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one of the stories was three things you didn't see on TV. Jennifer Nettles lets her wardrobe do the talking. The Sugarland singer, and I saw her, she had a bunch of stuff written on her. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing that annoys me about, and there's not a bigger advocate for women in country music than me. I, in my contract, I negotiated a national spot to just play female country music. But I, when people start screaming about equal things, I don't think anything should be equal. I think if women have better music, they should be more. If guys have better music, they should be more. If bands with mixed guys, I think equal hearing, like everybody should be heard the same. And then you, but when people are like, you should play everybody equally. No, we're not socialists or communists. You just find the best guy or girl or band or mixed group or whatever. And so when I see people go play equal, you're having it all wrong. You're fighting the wrong battle. Like, no, listen equally and play based on what you feel is the best. And I mean, when I went to the CMT, I did the clothes thing at the CMT Awards. Oh, yeah. I, sure. On my clothes, it said play, um, play more females. And I wore it and, you know, I got picked up and not like hers. But again, I just think she's fighting the wrong battle. 
It's, you just shouldn't scream for do it equal. You should do, hey, if we're better, we need to play more. If we're worse, we need to play. If guys, girls, dinosaurs, donkeys. It's just a wrong fight to scream about doing it. And that's what our shirt said, like play and whatever. Um, and play our records, please and thank you. They should just listen to everybody. It should just be a, hey, what's the best music? Because a lot of things happen before play. Like invest in, the labels need to invest in these artists earlier. They need to, it, before it even gets to record labels, getting to radio, there's like 94 steps. And everybody's only looking at radio airplay and going, and by the way, I don't pick music. I do on the female show. Yeah. I do that. I program that. Um, I program one song on my countdown. And then I can slide in the, the song on the morning show, but I don't program them. Like I'm not a music programmer. It's never been my interest. I do and have been, you know, doing a lot of stuff with female artists for a long time. So it's weird that I'm kind of taking not the other side, just a different side to actually push the argument in the right direction so more can get done quicker. It's the logical side, I feel. It's you and you should never just throw a, a record on for the sake of it being Texas country or female, or you should never take and just put it on because of that. Because what's going to happen is when it goes on just because of what the label is, it may not be the best. And then when it's not the best, it fails. And then other programmers look at it and go, see, we told you, we told you that this Texas country artist, when you're like, play more Texas country. Okay, well, I guess we got to find something to play. Let's put it up. And then you do and it fails and they use that against you when it comes to all the rest of Texas country or females or bands or it doesn't matter. So I understand her sentiment. I'm glad she's doing it because I have been very obnoxious about it too. And maybe her plan was, who cares how logically accurate this is? Maybe I'm just going to be seen as someone that it'll get picked up in the news. Done it too. I'm with it. Down. Get it. But the whole equal thing bothers me because it sh nothing should be equal except for equal rights for everyone. And then with that, you can also lose them if you go to jail. Nothing's really equal. You So, um, and I've said many times, if females are making way better music, then it should be 80% of the playlist. Why would you shoot for equal? equal? No 50-50. <laughs> Dominate all of it. Anyway, that's the deal. I wish that someone who was getting their records played was the one screaming that, though, too. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I wish, and they do, and they do fight for it. I'm not saying they don't, but it'd be cool to see an artist who was dominating the charts wear that and not someone who right now isn't. Because then you're going, hmm, you just want your records played? Or everybody's. Yeah, and I'm sure she wants everybody's, yeah. by the way, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying that I would like for that same notion to come from, like I was doing it, and I was like, I mean, I'm, female's probably wearing this, but I was being very obnoxious about it and just going, hey, I'm purposefully trying to move the conversation along with the ways that I can, but I'm going to tell you where it is. It's in record labels investing in young artists and developing them and putting them with the right producers that cost more money, that all of that happens before it even gets to radio. And I'm not sticking up for radio because, listen, I haven't been best friends with radio in a long time. I'm on it. Right now, you're not listening to radio. You listen to a podcast. But if any, I mean, I think I've been the biggest critic of how it works. So much so that I get called out privately by my company and other radio people. Like, hey, you're making us look bad. 
No, I think it's better for the general product if we just do better. And it's not making things equal. It's just giving, listening to everything the same and then deciding what's the best. But that's not even happening either, but that's the goal. That's where we should get. Investing money early, early, early. I could do a whole hour on this. I'm not. I'm off of it though. Uh, Little Nas X. They say he was denied significant screen time. Uh, CMAs didn't get to see the show. I didn't know if they showed him or not. I saw him around a lot, walking around. Did you see him? I guess you were in the crowd I didn't too. See him on TV. Yeah. No. You know, it was like the Luke Combs thing when there were, people were tweeting me going, "Luke Combs got booed," and I was like, "I was there." I didn't hear one boot, nor would they. Luke Combs is beloved. So it turns out everybody's going, Luke. It sounded like boo. Did you hear a clip? I did hear it, yeah. Did it sound like booze? It did sound like booze. You just hear the ooze. You see him not react to it, so you're like, oh, it's Luke. Mm. Yeah, never thought anything about it. Miranda Lambert ties number one record on top country albums chart. Let's see, what's this? Let me see this one here. It becomes her, oh, because it's her seventh yeah. to hit number one. Yeah, good for her. In its first week ending November 7th, the set earned 53,000 equivalent album units. Some of these records come out that hit number one if it's like not a huge one, and they're like, hey, it was number one. Not Miranda's. Miranda's killed. It was great. But they're like, hey, number one record, like 10,000. Congratulations. And I'm like, when the Raging Idiots put out a record, we sold like 13,000. <laughs> and that was just sales. But yeah, records don't sell. It's crazy to look back at like numbers from even like, Five, seven years ago? They do a million yeah. a week. Like like the number one ones. album would be millions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, congrats to Miranda. By the way, Luke Combs, his record is going to be number one for who knows how long. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, they hit number three. There you go. But, but Luke's old record was at number two. Yeah. By the way, I'm talking about Luke. It was Miranda, Luke's old record, and then Hootie at three. Yeah. And that's a no slight to anybody. Luke's old record... Still crushes. Yeah. Uh, new music out today. Courage, Celine Dion's 12th album overall. Yeah. But her first English language album in six years. It includes this song, Lovers Never Die. If lovers never die. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. No. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not going to go listen to the Celine, Celine Dion record, but... Definitely more contemporary than I was thinking. So it's gonna be like Titanic again? Just violins. Uh, more violin, less chain smoker. But there's a little bit of chain smoker in there. There's a beat in there, yeah. Uh, and also a song called Lying Down. Lady Annabellum has a record, their seventh album called Ocean. And here we go. Little Big Town's on with this song called The Things. The Things That Wrecks You. Is that, is that the name of the song? Things That Wreck You, yeah. Okay, well, they wrote Wrecks You on this. Okay, the, the tense in makes sense. The Things That Wreck You. There's a lot of voices on this song. It's like We Are The World. <laughs> uh, Ocean. Maybe you know this one here. This is... And then their hit now, What If I Never Get Over You. Now, do you consider Lady Annabelle a female artist? I do. I do too because we're lady. Lady. And Hillary Price sings more than Charles. Do you consider a little big town a female artist? I do too, yeah. Yeah, because Kimberly's lead singer. And I think if yeah. Mm, Lil Peep. When I lie. Records called Everybody's Everything. 
I see little people on Twitter. That's about it. Died a couple years ago. That's right. Yeah. I see stories about him still on Twitter, though. How'd this record come out? They put it out. He had stuff like un- like recorded. Wow. Uh, Fall Out Boy put out Greatest Hits? Yeah. All right. Hmm. And then a song with Wycliffe. I'm just kind of looking at some of this. Um, Styles P, who's a rapper. I don't know who that is. His song. Uh, let's see. Okay, Dark Water. Christian Bush from Sugarland formed Dark Water as a rock and roll jam band. Here's a song called Paint It Blue from Dark Water. All right, just quickly some songs. Billie Eilish has a new song out called Everything I Wanted. Her brother still doing all her work? Yeah. Crazy. Good for them. Khalid has Up All Night. Taylor Swift has Beautiful Ghosts from the Cats movie. But at least you have beautiful ghosts. Probably listen to that one. I like that. I'm like, hope Celine Dion doesn't put a song out like And then I'm like, oh, I like that. I like this. I'm a hypocrite like nine songs later. <laughs> and then Caitlin Smith, one of my favorites. Damn you for breaking my heart. All right. There you go. I'll leave on this note. I don't think that you should play women equally. You should play them more if they're better. And they and a lot of them are. And they're not getting good looks. What we have to do, or we have to equalize it is getting equal money spent on the artists early developing them then equal listening like hey goober goober dude with the wiener listening to music <laughs> you're gonna listen to 10 songs how about you listen to five females i'm okay with equal and listening but then you gotta go well what if they're, they're not equal listening and just equal in in creativity equal to me isn't a very fair word so i'm not big i there are times where i'm going all these songs about women are much better than the men's songs and we should play them more not equal and there are times where I'm like, oh, well, some of these Texas, we don't have to just put one Texas country artist and give them a shot. We don't have to just do Aaron Watson. There's four or five of them that are really good right now, or Cody Johnson, because it feels like just one at a time that kind of pop up. You, you've noticed that? Yeah. Like, why don't we hear more of them? Well, no, 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 no. You don't want to. The market in the end dictates, but you got to kind of get it to the market. And what's great is you don't have to do that as much anymore because the internet and streaming and podcast it allows you to kind of find your own way thank you for listening to my ted talk i enjoyed it thank you um okay we'll do this and we'll get to these artists this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and tacovas is your next stop before attending your next concert tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring talking about men's boots women's boots um apparel hats bags and more all Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like, it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct-to-consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah, that's what the whole store basically is, fresh leather, yep. friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? I don't know. I'm sure they smell good there. 
Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about the incredible work that's being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. Families do not have to worry about a thing. Treatment is covered, travel, housing, food. And when you're a family that's going through this, like, imagine, you're a parent, your kid gets cancer. You need to focus on that child. You don't need to be worrying about other things. And financial stuff can get really stressful. St. Jude covers it. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment. And when you sign up for just $19 a month, you're going to get the new This Shirt Saves Lives tee. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. All right, so they put out this list, Billboard's list of the top 125 music artists of all time. And we'll walk down the top 10. Eddie's here with me, by the way. What's up? And we're also going to do our top five of our lifetime. Yeah, it's exciting. Which one of them, we probably have some of the same. Because the rule was it couldn't be your favorite. But it has to be the biggest in your life, like where you were. Wherever my list is kind of the biggest. Um, There's no wrong by the music way. shakers. Okay, like they made a difference in music we'll, in my life. We'll get to our list in a second. I do want to roll down this Billboard list, the top ten. Mike, what do we have clips for? Top twenty-five. We have clips for all twenty-five of them. Yep. Oh wow. Good God. Okay, uh, these are number twenty-five. These are the biggest. We're not gonna do every one of them with a clip, but these are the biggest artists of our of all time. Okay, and what what was the what was the rule? Do you know, is this just people making up their mind or do they use some sort of data? They go by like charts, number ones, album sales. So they're using a lot of different data for mm-hmm. this? Okay, here's Billboard's list. Number 25, Neil Diamond. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, number 24 is Bruce Springsteen, which I, I get the impact of Bruce Springsteen. I've just never been a Bruce Springsteen guy. Like um, I like the big, big, big mainstream hits. Like this one. Yeah, Born to Run. Yeah, I like the other stuff. Born in the USA. Uh, 
good, <laughs> yeah. glory yeah. days. Yeah, glory days. Glory days. And I liked the other, I, like I, we, we had a Bobby cast with the writer who lo- who listened to Bruce Springsteen and went to the concert. Oh, yeah, Josh Keir. Josh Keir. And he, he was like, you know, I was listening to so-and-so album, and I went and listened to it, and I enjoyed it. But I'm just never a big Bruce guy. I bought Bruce Springsteen tickets one time, and I ended up selling them because, like, I don't know if I can just do a three and a half yeah. hour concert of Bruce Springsteen. And he's a diehard fan. And he left halfway through it. Yeah, <laughs> he just saw do the first album in its entirety and then left. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's too much. Usher's at 23. These are the biggest albums ever. Eminem's at 22, which Eminem shook up the whole world. He could have easily been on my list of top five. Wasn't. But I remember when we started playing Eminem on radio show as a teenager, and I thought, oh, this is a novelty rapper, because he made little funny noises in his songs mm-hmm. and made rhymes. Herb Alpert is at number 21. Well, my dad loved Herb Alpert. And Tijuana Brass. Couldn't name a song. I mean, it's this. The, 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 he played a trumpet. Oh, I do know this. What's this from? We use it like game show music. <laughs> That's what it is. I would have never it's have known it was Herb art. Alpert. It's this dude's serious art and you're using it for game we're show playing, music. <laughs> we're playing Name That Fart over <laughs> Herb Alpert. Yeah, man. My dad loved this. Garth Brooks is at 20 on this list. Okay, good. I'm glad they put him on the list. Oh, I thought he should have been much higher. I mean, it's Rolling Stone. Billy Joel at 19. Rihanna at 18. Billboard, sorry. Prince at 17. Drake at 16. Wow. That's pretty cool. I mean, fairly new artist. I was looking at a Drake playlist the other day. Drake's not that new anymore. Drake's like an old rapper now. Because of what, 2010s? Yeah, he's had a song. He's been on, yeah. kind of got on the scene for a long time. Drake's, you know, not 22 anymore. He's not like the new young fresh rapper anymore. Yeah. Still the big, he's still the biggest yeah. rapper. The biggest. Um, okay, I'm going to roll through some of these real quick. Rod Stewart at 15, Janet Jackson at 14, Elvis at 13. Wow. Paul McCartney at 12, Whitney Houston at 11, Chicago at 10. Chicago, we'll start there. Top 10. 125 top music artists of all time. At number 10, Chicago. Okay. Not a big Chicago fan. Me either. Raymundo is. Loves them. Knows every song. Again, he grew up. This would have probably been one of the biggest of his life because of where he grew up, though, too, because he's from the Midwest. Sure. And they were big, but they were even bigger. Where they're the biggest. Was Chicago from Chicago? I would assume. I believe so. <laughs> I don't know the answer so to that, I don't but know I just either. assumed. At number nine, Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift at eight. Love it. He's a reason for the teardrops on my guitar. Now we're getting into the heavyweights here. Who do you think's at number one? The Beatles. Okay, who else would be, you think would be up here? I won't tell you if you're right or not, but who's going to um, be up in the top? You already said Janet Jackson. I would have thought she'd been up there. Um, Bigger than Michael, though. Okay, Michael. No, we already did Michael. Okay, then Michael was at. He's above Taylor. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. he's about to happen. He's okay. at seven. Mm-hmm. All right, and then Rolling Stones, maybe. Okay, Michael Jackson, number seven. Did you see The Simpsons? They put out on Disney Plus all the episodes except, except for, for Michael one, Jackson yeah. one. Where he guest stars. Wow. Where he plays really? a patient, like the, the, yeah. the mental. And he sings. Yeah. And forever they didn't even know that was really Michael Jackson. No. I think he has a different credited name. Uh, Barbara Streisand's at six. Okay. Before me. Before our time. Don't get it, but understand that it's substantial. Yes. It's a good way to put it. Madonna at five. Material, 
Mariah Carey at four. One of the first CDs I ever bought. I bought two CDs at the same time. ACDC and Mariah Carey. <laughs> Quite the, at the same opposing time. styles mm-hmm. of music. Yeah. Okay, we have three left, Eddie. Who are these three? All right, so the Beatles have to be up there. And then, like I said, Rolling Stones have to be up there. <sighs> the, other th- the, the other one, um, I'll just say Nirvana. Didn't make the list. Really? Not the top 25. Mm-hmm. They made the top 125, okay. obviously. But no, at number three, the one you didn't get is Elton John. Elton John. The Rolling Stones at two. And the Beatles at one. At one. Yes, absolutely. Which, by the way, if we're just breaking this down here, number one, British. Number two, British. British. Number three, British. British. There is something about the British, man, the and their top style of three music. Biggest artist of all time, but ev- from that tiny st- that tiny country. But every one of those artists will tell you they were influenced by American artists, like blues and American blues yes. and stuff. Yeah, but still, great Americans could have been influenced by American artists. Correct. I'm just saying. But the top three are freaking British. Crazy, huh? The British music's great, but a lot of them were influenced by our roots. Okay, but our people could have been influenced <laughs> by our roots, and they weren't. I know, I know. Good for them. Elton, Rolling Stones, and the Beatles are number one. So what we decided to do was top five artists of our life. And I, I see yours now. They're on, they're on a sheet. I didn't see them until just now. Okay. Um, what do you think? We only have one the same. Really? Yeah, so... Is it the Beatles? You roll through yours, and okay. I'll roll through mine. All right. Top five, Eddie. These are the top five artists of your life. Go ahead. And I'm going to go with number five, starting with number five, Garth Brooks. Okay. And I chose a lot of these because they did change music. Garth Brooks at that time was the artist that everyone said, that's not country. What is this? He made country huge. And to me, I mean, I was didn't really know much about music. I wasn't the cool music guy. I was young. It was like 90, 90 91, 92. I didn't know much. But he, to me, was pop music, not necessarily country music. So to me, that's huge. Okay. Number four, Pearl Jam. And I, I chose Pearl Jam because, again... Grunge music, what I mean, you gotta understand what rock was doing at that time. It was nothing but hair bands. But they did they weren't the breaker of they that. They weren't Nirvana was, but I'm not about to put Nirvana because that would be fake of me. But I mean it, can, it didn't be your favorite. In my life Pearl Jam's your favorite band, and I feel like you went favoritism on this. In my life, Nirvana to me was never my favorite grunge band. And I couldn't really get into Nirvana. But I'm gonna say that I didn't put John Mayer on mine. Even though he changed music too. But you did Pearl Jam and you're a cheater. But I had there's to put no rules. Go ahead. Number three. All right. Number three, U2. I mean, if you've ever seen U2 live, it's not, to me, that's not just music. It's just they've built a corporation. U2 has built something that I don't think a lot of other artists really understand. I yeah. went to the U2 Museum in Dublin. Did you? Mm-hmm. What's, what's, in, what's in there? Did a lot of pictures, like music playing over the top, interviews they've done. And that's their home. That is their home. Mm-hmm. I just think that that they grew up with such so much violence in, in the streets and what Ireland had been going through. A lot of poverty too, right? A lot of poverty. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot to sing about. And to me, that just changed. It wasn't just about rhythms and beats. It was about something else. And you two changed music. Number two? Uh, number two is Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's huge. Again, before my time, but once I understood what he was doing... He's still around, and I don't recommend anyone go see him live because he's kind of hard to understand. But Bob Dylan, I mean, he was a folk singer turned into a rock and roll star to a poet to all these things that just a lot of people don't 
understand what he's done for music. So many artists have covered Bob Dylan songs and they never even knew that Bob Dylan wrote those songs. So with the thing being top five artists of your life, mm -hmm. you still felt comfortable with putting Bob <laughs> Dylan up before you were born, really? Yeah, because I listened to a lot of Bob Dylan. Okay, and one? And one, again, before me, the Beatles, but... The Beatles were a, what a cop out. huge part <laughs> of my life. Big, okay, but huge part. As soon as I, when I was a kid, I would drive around with my mom, and my mom would listen to the Beatles nonstop. There and, are no wrong rules. There are no rules in this. This was my idea of music to me, and we'd even play a game. My mom, she taught me. She's like, Ringo's the drummer. There's George, Paul, and John, and then they all kind of sing. So she would play a Beatles song and be like, "Who's singing in this one?" And it was a game. It was part of me growing up. So to me, this started music for me. So the Beatles, to me, are no, the number one all-time artist. So I just went, I, I, mine was all people who in my lifetime became big. Like artists of my life. Okay. More so than artists that affected me. I ought to put in John Mayer or Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah, I thought that's Or Ray Charles. Doing. Okay. Or Johnny Cash. I did, but none of them were in my life. So I went with, in my life, the things that I saw that were wild. And I was like, I cannot believe how popular this is. And my number five pick is a bit controversial. I remember going to, don't play it yet. I remember going to this show. It sold out <laughs> in like one second. And I thought, because they had quite a role going for a while, for a couple records. And I was like, I've never seen anything like the hysteria that's happening here. Oh, Ghostland. Not Ghostland Observatory. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and you're going to laugh because they're often made fun of now. But at number five of my life, oh what I saw pop was freaking Creed. Creed. Oh yeah. my goodness. What is wrong with you? I know. Trust me, I didn't want to put that. I knew I'd lose a cool point, but I'd never seen anything like that before. Mike, Mike, what is this list? What? What's the call? What's the name of this list? All-time art, best not, artists of all time. Not best, top five artists your life. of your life. <laughs> I know, but I've never seen anything like what Creed did when they came on the scene. It was crazy. They had a whole okay. different kind of rock. I don't listen to Creed now. I'm not even a fan. But it was crazy when it happened. And okay. I was in radio and I was a teenager, and I was going, "What is happening?" Number four, because they did create taking grunge to the mainstream was Nirvana. Smells Like Teen Spirit allowed Pearl Jam to become a band. Hey, I'm, I'm saying nothing over here. Loved Nirvana because they were so mainstream. They made grunge mainstream. They did. You wouldn't have had Better Man or Jeremy without Nirvana. And music before Nirvana was Well, it was coming different. out of that glam rock. Yes, it, just had, to, it had to die. Number three, again, not a huge fan, but I have to say, Taylor Swift. He's a reason for the team Possibly the most famous artist right now. She's peaked already and on, her, and on her way down. You know, the last record numbers did okay, but it's definitely not what it used to be. Yeah. But that's okay. Everybody hits that cycle. And she, you can't stay at the peak the whole time. But the biggest thing, except for my number two, that I've seen, like that's just so famous, famous and music. Yeah, Taylor's at three. Who do you think number two is? If I go so famous. You haven't said Garth yet. I, okay, but that's not who it is. So famous. Like. Justin Timberlake? Britney Spears. Britney. Was hands down the biggest star, period, in all facets of, of on your TV. Freaking Britney. Songs, magazines. She was, do, was doing movies, freaking Crossroads. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Britney's it too. As you can see, my list is different. It's not my favorites. No, I get it. But this was, you were living and this really shook you, I guess. Not shook me, but I was just like, wow, I've never seen anything so big before. Right. And then number one's Garth Brooks. 
Yeah. The guy did Stadiums as a country star. Yeah, yeah. First one ever. TV specials. Oh, double live albums uh-huh. that was number one on the pop chart. So of my life, I've never seen anything like Garth Brooks. And I was a bit young when it happened. So much so, I think you made a good point. That was pop music to me. It was so big. Correct. So, Michael Trotho, your list for Eddie has to get out of here. Yeah. Um, these are you the top five artists of your life. Yep. Or did you do your favorites? I did of my life. Okay, go, go ahead. Number five, and who'd you pick? I picked Blink-182. Okay. That's like the band I started listening to in like sixth grade. And that's when pop punk was like huge. Everybody was like dressing like them and like I wanted to be them. But that music was just so influential of like what I started to listen to all throughout high school. I just did my list. Mine wasn't, my list wasn't about me. You, well, ga- I guess you guys you have say- attached them to like my favorite. I didn't realize we were doing that. Because well, Creed I- didn't affect me one bit. You sure? Yeah. None. <laughs> None. Like mine was like just things that I observed and saw in my lifetime that I couldn't explain and that were such a phenomenon. Yeah, I feel like when you say part of your life, you know, no, in, no, in, in your, your no, life. No, that you saw during your, it's during your life. I get that. And when you said your list, like those are really good ones. I would have put Justin Timberlake if I would have done, done it NSYNC, the way you did I think yours. NSYNC was bigger than Timberlake was. But I didn't listen to that. But that's not the point. But I wouldn't even think that they were because I wasn't part of my life. That's the hard part about it. We're not. I'm arguing something that has no right answer. <laughs> I know, but we're not billboard. I'm just disappointed in myself that I didn't do like you guys a personal list. Mine is the least personal list ever. I kind of like your list though. No, I like you. I'm jealous of you guys. Except Mike, I, I Mike, wish I done my like yours now. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's just like, this is my favorite. Like, I didn't even get to shout out to my favorites. I had to pick stupid lists that people I didn't even care about. Um, go ahead. Blink-182 made you want to start a band, so they're the biggest thing yeah. that you've seen in your life. And then the biggest person in hip-hop right now... Post Malone. I'm so jealous that I didn't pick personal things. I have no passion about my list. I had to fight for Creed. You guys realize I had to fight for Creed in my list? You love hip-hop, and you didn't put a hip-hop artist in there. I'd, what What would be one hip-hop artist that... Tupac, Tupac. wasn't my favorite. Ooh, that's a good one. But I just saw to, uh, hip-hop become not just socially savvy, but saw social savvy hip-hop become mainstream. Yeah. There's a bit. There's a big difference. There was a lot of social hip hop. That's right. And but it, Tupac had more of a culture impact than like Biggie would have. But so. it was that that again wasn't a huge Tupac fan. But during my life, I saw him take and turn a whole format on its ear and make social hip hop more pop culture. So we're, we just all look at our list different. Yeah, I'm very jealous of you guys' list because you picked personal ones, and I'm over here going, "Well, Creed, <laughs> arms wide open was, was awesome." <laughs> I had to defend mine because I'm like, guys, don't judge That's me. It's okay. It's all right. Um, okay. Uh, Mike, what else? Uh, I have Alkaline Trio. <laughs> I was in their fan club growing up. Okay. Cool. Okay. I put Alyssa Milano on mine and I was in her fan club. <laughs> I'm so pissed at myself. Go ahead, Mike. Get, do another Did one. I have The Cure? Favorite band of all time? Favorite band of all time. Really? Yeah, I love The Cure. Should I put John Mayer in it? <laughs> you should have. All right, what else? And then I have Rancid. Biggest punk band. Okay. Mike, is that ska? Yeah. Okay. Ska punk. All right, there you go. Sorry, dude. No. I, I just tried to approach mine from no relationship in yeah. my heart. And I wish I would not have. I wish I would have just been like Counting Crows. John Mayer. Mm-hmm. R.E.M. Oh, shut yeah, just all of that. I got Garth in. Yeah. Uh, Garth, I don't think you can do the list without Garth. I mean, especially just in my life. But also, like, as a kid, I would have probably picked, again, because of my grandmother's influence, and all we listened to was really Arkansas country and gospel. Yeah. 
And Johnny Cash was a big part of that is all the time. But it didn't because I wasn't, he was on the, there when I was alive. I remember my really good friend growing up, he, he moved to another town when we were in sixth grade, but he came back in eighth grade to come visit. And I was, man, I was garthed out, dude. I had like, <laughs> before we left, we were just kids, you know, we didn't really have that music thing. But I, he came back and I had Wranglers on, a brush popper, like Garth Brooks shirt with like my Justin boots on. He looked at me, he's been listening to like Sir Mix-a-Lot. He's looking at me like, what happened to you? Garth Brooks, man. He did it to me. I started just dressing like him. All right, there you are. Check out Eddie on the Sore Losers yeah. podcast, yes. sports podcast. Eddie, Raimundo, and Lunchbox. Yeah, we, we, we got, we've got to talk about this big fight that happened in the NFL. Did you see that? Well, yeah, but you're, this is this podcast we listened to for weeks and months. Yes, but that episode will still be there, and we'll talk about it, because that right. was one of the craziest things that's happened in sports this year. There you go. All right, thank you, Eddie. All right, man. There he is. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.